Hi, my name is John Kim. I'm a therapist who went through his own rebirth many years ago, and I've been documenting my journey ever since, sharing my life lessons and revelations. I believe in casual over clinical, with you instead of at you. I come unrehearsed on purpose because self-help doesn't have to be so complicated. So just real quick, I said in the email and also on social, um, you know, it goes for about 40 to 50 minutes and uh, the session is uh, also going to, I'm going to make it a series on my podcast um, and then, um, and also for YouTube just to help people uh, because the stuff that we go through, I think is universal. Um, so this is the verbal consent. You guys cool with that? And Absolutely. um yeah, so uh let's start wherever you want to start. Um well, um <laughs> we've been together for twenty-two years. Mm-hmm. Um we have three kids together. I have one from a previous relationship. So okay. two together. Um they're grown now. Mm-hmm. So our youngest just turned 18. She's off to college at the end of the month. And wow. Yeah. We're finding ourselves <laughs> empty nesters at 40. Yeah. yeah. Um, That's young, yeah. actually. That's really yeah. young. Yeah. I, well, I had my first when I was 16. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. And we met when I was 18. And mm-hmm. by 21, we wow. had. All three, we were living in a little apartment and yeah, life was crazy. Yeah, I could imagine. Um, This is kind of the story that our parents have, right? Getting married or uh, just running toward the picket fence very young, um, having um, more than one child and, you know, the struggle of that and then becoming empty nesters. Uh, The kids leave and then we look at each other and we're like, uh, who are you? (laughs) Yeah, really. Yeah. Well, so and what's happening now that the kids are gone? What's happening with the relationship and um, and you guys? What's coming up? I feel like we've had a lot of time to uh, to uh, find ourselves in mm-hmm. uh, in the past few years, just by spending mm-hmm. a lot of time, especially with COVID and everything being uh, uh, kind of closed down. It gave us uh, uh, more time to uh, really uh, connect with each other, I suppose, and. Mm-hmm. And a whole bunch of stuff came to light that was from uh, from our 20 years together. I mean, it's like uh, it's supposed to be um, kind of uh, a lot of stuff happening, but, you know. Uh, well, yeah. you said a whole bunch yeah. of stuff came to light. So tell me what some of that stuff is. Uh, just with like uh, some uh, just the way that things were between us and and then with uh, um betrayals and mm-hmm. uh just trauma overall and just like um I, I think it was a mix of everything that just uh it, we had to uh we had to shine a light on and try and figure it out for ourselves i guess yeah so let's tighten the vice a little bit you're being a little bit vague laura can you um <laughs> describe describe the betrayals describe um, the history and all the stuff that's surfacing well, i'm gonna speak from my side of things um yes. i uh i was um i've i've been uh unfaithful mm-hmm. on more than one occasion mm-hmm. uh, tell me about tell me about back, that real quick tell me um, um how you were and what what just described gosh paint, paint, paint uh, me a picture. okay well 
I was young. Um, my oldest was graduating grade six. I was in my mid twenties mm. at work. Mm-hmm. Uh, just made manager, promoted. Uh, mm. Really, just like feeling myself, you know, really enjoying sure. my job. Yeah, and kind of feel fading out of the home, you know, seeing that my family didn't really need me, they didn't really mm-hmm. miss me. Um, the house was kind of falling apart, but whatever, I wasn't there. So it didn't really matter to me at that point. I was really enjoying my life at that point. I had, yeah. And when you say home, you're talking was, about your, your home. You're not talking about like you living with parents. Oh no. You're talking li- about the, living ho- the home my, of you guys, the home that, that you guys home, Our right, home right, together right. with our got children. It, it. Yeah. Yep. Um, we were married already <clears throat> at this point for, uh, three years. years. Wow. So I, okay. I long story short, um, I was, uh, I got involved with a coworker mm-hmm. and, uh, that lasted for a couple months. Mm-hmm. Uh, he found out, he confronted me about it. I fessed up. I was honest and I told him about it and he forgave me, you know, and it mm-hmm. was like, we're going to work through this. And I just felt so, so lucky, you know, and I didn't know what mm-hmm. I had done to deserve this guy because I grew up in a really messy home. You know, I was yeah. never treated with this kind of compassion or understanding. Mm. And how did, how did that, um, I don't know why I called you Brett. What was your name again? I'm sorry. Martin. Martin. So Martin, Martin uh, you said you forgave her. Um, is there still residue from that? How did you work through the infidelity and, and how did that impact you? Well, the the thing is, um, I had my own stuff going on too. Uh, and what like, was that? You gotta be specific. Uh, I, 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 yeah, I uh, I also was uh, unfaithful at some mm-hmm. point in time, but I I didn't tell her, and that was years prior. Oh, before, and, uh, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I suppose that um, me being so for uh, forgiving had to do with having sure. my own secret and. Uh, just not wanting to uh, make too many waves, right? And uh, not to be found did you, out. Wait, wait, when you found out, when you found out that Laura was unfaithful, did you then come out with your secret, or did you keep that secret? And you, because you felt whether it was karma or it. guilt, oh, you kept it, right? So she no, didn't know you. Yeah, yeah, I, I kept it for another okay. time, and then I, mm-hmm. I, 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 I cheated again. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> to, to, I, for some reason, I. I mm-hmm. Just yeah. that, I guess it's okay. Uh, but it, we do, I mm-hmm. suppose. I, I didn't and, really knew at the time how to uh, uh, explain it to myself, and uh, mm-hmm. I, I was not as aware of my uh, feelings, I suppose, and behavior. And and then, so then, after the second time, then did you come clean to her about everything, or what was the, what was the conversation like? How did how did that? Well, uh, no, how that, was that exposed? It didn't. It took uh, it, it took uh, it took years actually. That, that mm. all that deal happened in 2012 and that came out uh uh in uh two years ago so mm-hmm. yeah it, w- it was a long time of uh secrecy and uh holding information and just uh making shit up i guess you know trying to cover my ass and yeah so where are we now so uh you cheated a couple times uh she w- she was unfaithful uh this is when you guys were younger uh, it's been a long time. Now the kids are gone. Um, where are you guys at now? Um, well, since since that time too, I also like I had two more infidelities mm-hmm. on my okay. part. 
okay. um, that uh, I hid from him as well. Mm-hmm. So and same people or different people? I had three different people. He was okay, the same different. person both times. Right. Yeah. Um, he actually. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can say he, that. He he left his girlfriend at the time for me, mm-hmm. and um. Typical man. You just went. No, back, but I. I guess. <laughs> I'm not at the time I wanted the competition, you know, and now I recently I've been faced with like the competition again and I, I don't feel like a winner anymore, you know, mm. um, after the 20 what do you years, mean, what do you mean? What do you mean faced with a competition? Is that person back? Well, just with, um, finding out about these infidelities, it comes oh, like right. really recently to me. Uh, mm-hmm. like his first infidelity was back in 2007. And, um, you know, I'm finding it about this like a year ago. Yeah. Exactly. A year ago. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, um, I'm at the point now where I'm, I don't trust him. I feel disrespected. Mm -hmm. Um, we had had a huge talk two years ago where, um, we both cleaned our slates. We put everything out on the table. Mm-hmm. We had a big fight. It was huge. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. We got it all out. And that was that. And then a year later, he comes out with more stuff. And I was just like, I was floored. Like, this is impossible. Mm. Um, yep. So now it's been a year and I'm like, okay, I, I'm over the cheating. I'm over the mistakes. We were young. We were stupid. Mm-hmm. We can get over that. I want to see changed action now. I want sure. to see changed behavior. I want to see you as a trustworthy man who's going to be transparent. I want, um, yeah, and he's been really wonderful for a lot of those things. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Martin, what do you, well, first yeah. of all, I don't think you guys were stupid. You guys were young and you guys were human uh-huh. and, you know, you guys got uh, together and had children at such a young age. Um, yeah. I'm not saying that it's okay to cheat. I'm just saying that it. No. we're human and there's, uh, you know, we're, 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 we, we get involved in um, marriages uh, very fast and we're forced to grow up because we're taking care of children. Um, we disconnect yeah. with ourselves. We can feel undesired, lonely, all this stuff, right? So um, mm-hmm. all of that happened and, and, and now – um, both, do both of you guys want this or are you guys on the fence? Are you guys unsure? Um, you said, so with you, Laura, you don't trust him. So the trust obviously has been broken. Um, Martin, do you want this or are you also kind of going through uh, processing if this is for you? Are you unsure? Um, <clears throat> this, um, it's a, it's a tricky uh, situation. Like I do, I do want a mm-hmm. relationship with, uh, with her because she's mm-hmm. important to me. And I know that I've, uh, I, I've managed to, um, uh, to really not, uh, make her appreciate, uh, feel appreciated on my right. end of things, you know, like when it comes to our relationship, uh, I, I've been, um, it's my thing lately. I've been saying I'm, I'm trying and, uh, it's, uh, to some extent, it doesn't feel like I am really, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. Am I on the fence of things? I mean, if this keeps going like this, it's it's not uh, it's not it's not sustainable to keep going like this. What's if what's the dynamic? To- what wait real quick when you say like this? What's happening? Because you said you're trying. Obviously, 
Um, she, you know, the stove is still hot for her. So what's the day to day look like? Is it like, are you guys intimate? Is oh. there a disconnect? Is there fighting? No, we, oh. we have separate bedrooms. Okay. Um, we're in separate bedrooms. We mm. wake up together in the morning. We usually have coffee. We usually have an argument. Mm. Uh, he leaves for work and I'm pissed off. And, uh, yeah. some days I'll text him like crazy because I'm the anxious and, mm-hmm. and my nervous system is just mm-hmm. going. Mm-hmm. Um, and then other days I just won't text him at all. Like I don't need him. I'm fine. So <clears throat> it's, it's a really, I'm hot and cold these days. Yeah, um, yeah. trying to just not make it worse. You know, I'm just, what I'm do really you need? trying to own my own childhood stuff sure. that's getting in the sure. way. What do you, what do you need um, to start trusting again? What do you need from Martin if you want to continue this marriage or rebuild? I need, need his actions to match his words. When he okay. says, I'll be there, be there. When you say, you know, like it's just show me respect in those ways that I'm not going to have to call and say, where are you? What's going on? You know? So has, it, has he been inconsistent lately? Yes. Has, has, he's, in he's what way? Consistently inconsistent. In what way? Give me some examples. Um, well, for example, the other day, uh, for the one year anniversary of uh, the the day that he com- he told me, like the one mm-hmm. year ago, um, he had texted it to me, mm-hmm. and I just I was like, "This is the most disrespectful thing you could have possibly done. You need yeah. to redo this. Yeah, I need to relive this experience with you so that I can like rem- like you're not this bad guy to me who can't face yeah. his stuff. Yeah, you know and. I said, I need you to be there at the exact same time that you texted me this. And I need you to be talking to me. We need to re like, right. We need to redo this. And, uh, he was late and he had the excuses. And I was just like, no, I, I'm, I don't want to even argue anymore. <laughs> yeah. I can, I can see you're tired. Martin, what, um, what are your thoughts on this? Uh, so you texted her about the infidelity, obviously, cause you didn't want to talk about it. What, what, uh, I, um, what's going I, on with the I, inconsistency? Uh, well, um, I, I mean, uh, I, I did text her, um, I, because I, I didn't know how to say it or, yeah. uh, uh yeah. to like come up with the, the, the right words, I guess. And it was just mm-hmm. easier. I, it's like a little coward thing to do. I, yeah. I, I admit it's, uh, mm-hmm. you're not facing your shit like, sure. uh, like head on. Uh, but, uh, yeah, there, there's a lot of um, scary, um, scary stuff in that, and uh, I've never really had the the opportunity to uh, uh, to deal with the scary stuff on my own. I suppose, like even yeah, growing wait, what, up. What's what's the scary stuff? Tell me about the scary stuff. I uh, just being like uh, rejected, I suppose, you know, or mm, sure. uh, because it's happened to me in, in uh, previous relationships too. All my well, not, yeah, well, pretty much all, all my. Re- all my serious relationships starting from when I was a teenager, I've been cheated on. Mm. So, uh, and I was, I, it felt like it was a rejection, a big time rejection on me. And, you know, as, uh, as men, you know, if you want to say it like that, it's uh, it's a really tough thing, uh, to, uh, to endure over and mm-hmm. over again. And, mm-hmm. um, th- this time around, it was just really, really scary. And, uh, I couldn't, uh, I, I couldn't, um, uh, bring myself up to 
told her face to face i guess it was just easier i had to i had to let it out in some ways but I, the output was not uh or the outlet was not uh, the the right one i suppose um yeah. tell me about your inconsistency these days so um you know you're gonna say you're gonna be somewhere and you're not or uh what, what what's happening how come you're not able to be consistent well i'm always um i'm, I'm actually uh every time i say i'm somewhere that's I'm either at work or I'm at home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Those are the two things. I mm-hmm. I don't have a social life. Uh, I don't have any more friends. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, it's a very why? Uh, it's, why? Uh, it's, I don't. Um, I, I I had a whole bunch of friends uh, in my teenage years, but over mm-hmm. the years, you know, you have kids and you draw mm-hmm. a bunch of them, and sure, sure, and then you outgrow some of them, and you realize that more your wife makes you realize that some of your friends are not particularly uh, good uh, people for you. Right. And Mm. once you do realize it, then, you know, you tend to just drop the people uh, as you go. And I guess that's what happened. I have my brother I'm close to, but that's about it. Yeah. Laura, what about you? Do you you have, do you have friends and hobbies and stuff or what, what what is your life like? Um, No, I, uh, I've completely isolated myself. Over yeah. the last few years, um, I've yeah. gone no contact with my family. Mm. Um, I've just really been going inward and trying. I've been doing a lot of parts work. I've been trying to um, to just figure myself out. Um, uh, lots of trauma growing up? A lot of trauma yeah. growing up. Yeah. yeah. Um, broad strokes, what kind of trauma? Just abuse, I'm assuming? Um, Pardon me? What kind of broad strokes? What kind of trauma growing up? Uh, addiction, uh, mm. sexual trauma, mm-hmm. um, physical violence, mm. um, just uh, my from the moment I was born, my home was unsafe. It was it was very unsafe, very, yeah. very dangerous place for children. How do you think? You know, in my head, I'm putting a lot of bookmarks that I'm going to get back to. Um, mm-hmm. How do you think that that trauma um, has manifested you uh, in relationships, uh, especially this one as an adult? Um, well, in the more recent years, I'm mm-hmm. going to say um, it's 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 embedded in my system. So there mm-hmm. are some some things that have come to light that have just uh, re. It's like reliving the trauma. So yeah. I'll. I've actually had moments where I feel like I black out mm. and um, I become very violent. Like mm. I'm trying to protect myself. Right. Right. So uh, and, I know and you never that- got any kind of uh, help treatment for the trauma. You never yeah. were. Okay. So that's okay. Um, and then, and then real quick. Uh, so Martin, did you also grow up uh, in a dysfunctional uh, container as far as childhood? What was um, your upbringing like? I uh, I think your my upbringing was as uh, as common as you could, yeah. Mm-hmm. As you, yeah, that's the best way to say it. As common as you, as can be, I suppose. I yeah. was um, nice family. Uh, everything seems to be uh, in order. You know, mm-hmm. there's obviously there there's there's the rigi- uh, residual um, stuff from when I was a kid, like given the silent treatment and stuff like that. You know, like the 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 regular trauma that people <laughs> go to i suppose in regular families um 
it's not. How did, how did, uh, how did that trauma? Uh, I mean, there's no regular trauma. We all, we, you know, we all uh, uh, interpret trauma and manifest in us differently. Um, yeah. But, but um, how, how did that manifest in you? How do you behave in relationships because of that upbringing? Um, well, I have an, uh, my inability to uh, uh, inability to uh, communicate uh, mm-hmm. uh, is. Uh, it's one of the things that I, I'm really just starting now to uh, um, to do a little bit more. Yeah. Um, uh, it's really hard to uh, to find the words and to feel like I'm being listened to, kind mm-hmm. of. You know, like mm-hmm. um, um, I'm I'm doing the uh, I'm doing a lot of work on that, and she's great at listening. She she understands and she helps me a lot actually in uh, in terms of uh, you know just teaching me that it's okay to feel what I'm feeling and yeah, you know, yeah. 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 So, yeah. Well, um, both of you. So here, here's, here's how I would like for you guys to see, uh, cheating slash infidelity. Um, it's easy to see it as betrayal. Of course it feels that way. People being dishonest and, you know, cracked trust. Um, I want you to see it as, a way of coping. I want you to see it as um, the reaction to other things that are happening inside self, right? So both of you guys have had traumatic upbringings. Um, uh, one person, um, uh, 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 lots of trauma in childhood uh, that hasn't been uh, processed or looked at. So you're feeling probably very uh, unsafe and also re-traumatized, you know, uh, infidelity can be activating that uh you being unfaithful can be a response to that uh martin um you not uh, being able to express yourself uh, this is all going to be new for you to learn how to um i mean the texting is a good example of that right it's really easy for someone to judge you texting that information and you know calling you names or you labeling yourself um but i think if you look at it more as um, not having the the tools or the the ability to write, um, because we we want to, I don't want to minimize inf- infidelity, but it it can't be the monster. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, you guys are both human. You guys both have uh, stories, like everyone else, and the infidelity was the response or reaction to. Um, deregulation to coping to numbing to running to whatever that is right and also um, a lot of it happened when you guys were young Um, when we're young we have less tools right so now you guys are 40 Um, my first question is do you guys want this meaning um, are you willing to roll up your sleeves and and really work on this Uh, i don't know what resources you have like obviously you know, I, I, I can't in, in 50 minutes, you know, fix your marriage. Uh, this can be a first domino. This can get the conversation going. Um, but working on yourselves, right, I think has to happen first or simultaneously as you work on your marriage. Um, it, it's less about the cheating. It's more about uh, you guys building your own lives, right? So um, a big thing for me is, if you guys have no friends and you guys have, you know, no kind of like life other than work and you're just kind of functioning, um, there's going to be a lot of weight and pressure on the relationship. So you're going to be looking at him. He's going to be looking at you. There's going to be a lot of dependency, a lot of 
enmeshment, right? And so things that are not big can blow up and become huge because you guys don't have much of a life outside of the marriage. Does that make sense? Yeah. So part of working on yourselves would be to actually start creating your own life. What do you guys think about that? Yeah. Yeah. It's... Well, like it, that's what that that's the journey we're on. I think a little bit okay. uh, in the past, yeah. a little bit. I've, like my career is um, my career is as good as it's going to get. I mean, was, <laughs> I love what I do. It's uh, 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 I'm a carpenter, and mm-hmm. you know, it's just it's just fun, and I I like that, you know. And so, whatever else I have to to worry about is you know, like uh, home life and my relationship and uh, just. What, you know, what else do you do besides career? What What are other areas of like? What do you spend your days doing besides when you're not working? Um, I, if seriously, uh, I'll um, not much. <laughs> Laura, why do you look suspicious? <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, there's a lot of uh, YouTube. Uh, <laughs> okay, so you're just at home. But, uh, you're just at home watching YouTube. Uh, just at home, a lot of the time we hike a lot. Okay. Actually, we like to go okay. on hikes and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, like. Uh, just screw around in the garage, uh, motorcycle, okay. or uh, just mm-hmm. cutting wood, or you mm-hmm. know. Just, uh, and just and Laura, to... what about you? When you're when you're are, so, do you work from home or you work? Uh, you go somewhere for work? Um, I'm home right now. I'm not okay. working. Um, oh, you're not working. So, how do you spend your days? Um, my days are spent uh, journaling, uh, reading. Mm-hmm. I do a lot of IFS work. I do a lot of. Mm-hmm. Um, Trauma education, mm-hmm. just yeah, really trying to know myself and why sure. I feel the way I feel, making sense of it, like owning my story. And yeah, just, I want it, I want to make something out of it for myself. I want it to be something I can stand on, yeah. not feel like I'm stuck under. What what else are you doing as far as career? Is that, are you taking a break? Uh, yeah. uh, what? I'm right now, actually, I'm just looking for something part time, just mm-hmm. something easy around the house, ha- like something close to home. I don't really yeah. want to get involved too much in anything that's going to take up any of my I'm focused on myself right now. And I have the mm-hmm. luxury of like being able to do that, but it's not sustainable. So I, I am going to have to slowly get start back building. To work. And that scares yeah. me. That scares yeah. me. And why yes. does it scare you? Um, because I I have that I have a really huge neglect wound mm. <laughs> that um I don't really know how to take care of myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, like making appointments for myself, yeah. I have a difficult time doing those things. Like yeah. I'm really learning yeah. to do. But it's so funny because I worked for years as a manager of a company. Like I ran, mm. like I managed hundred people. Like it wasn't. But I was so shut down to myself at the time. Yeah. I just, I breezed through it. I was on autopilot. And now it's mm. like I've resensitized myself. You know what? Like, uh, you know what's interesting is I wonder if, um, so then when you were doing that, you were in survival mode. So you were oh, you said yeah. autopilot, right? So you, yeah. um, you were surviving, even though you executed, you executed because it was life or death. It was a way oh, to yeah. survive. Now 
um, you don't need to survive. And at least for right now, you're saying you're okay. You don't really need to work. You do eventually. We get that. And so what's going to happen is a lot of reparenting. Now that you are more calm, now that you're not in survival mode, you are learning how to be an adult. You are learning how to you know, manage emotions. Um, you're yeah. also being very activated with uh, the infidelity, yeah. him being inconsistent, all of that stuff. So mm. what's happening for you is, is, is a lot of reparenting. So I, I don't think you're regressing. I think you're not in a state of um, survival, which is actually a good thing. And if you're not used to that, especially if your childhood has been nothing but traumatic and, and fight or flight survival uh, mode, then it's going to feel really uncomfortable for you. You're, you're, you're like relearning how to like, like, you know, ride the bike again. Yeah. Or maybe I'm, for the first time, I, not relearning. I said it to my husband today. I said, I feel like I was born into my 20s. Like the mm. things I was exposed to as a toddler were the things that people are exposed to in their 20s. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. Oh, so you had to grow fast. You're saying you had to grow up. You had to grow up fast. So yeah, basically, right. Yeah. So it's almost like you had to disconnect with you, become an adult when you were a kid, just to survive, and now you're mm-hmm. an adult, and you can almost like go back to being a kid, go back to, um, I mean, not being a kid, but go back to addressing the part of you that was ignored. Yeah, and you know, yeah. we're we're implementing more play. We're implementing more like nature outside. Mm-hmm. You know. A lot of mm-hmm. the things that we did when we were kids that made us feel better. Yeah. It's just a matter of uh, finding a little bit more um, uh, variety of activities, not always the same stuff, because I'm a creature yeah. of habit. And um, <laughs> I, I find uh, I, I find uh, safety in uh, the regular everyday mm-hmm. routine, uh, getting mm-hmm. up at the same time. You know, two cups of coffee and by 6.15 is getting the yeah. car. And, you know, so it's... Uh, Going to new places can be challenging sometimes because of just like uh, it's uh, she's on edge and I uh, tend to be on edge too just because Mm. lots of people a lot of the time and uh, we're not uh, we're not super social uh, creatures uh, we we haven't socialized yeah absolutely yeah yeah you guys are on an island now yeah Um, (laughs) it's it's the the blue lagoon (laughs) it was nice when we were both really unhealthy and we didn't know better sure sure that was that was the blue lagoon because it was exciting and sexy now now it's a different island it's uh yeah Yeah. um so let let me ask you um or i want you to do something laura i want you to, to turn to martin and um tell him what you need tell him what you need um these days now right so obviously consistency so i want you to Mm. uh, look at him tell him what you need i need you to i want you i need you to prioritize showing me respect i need to experience you as a respectful loving honest man i need that i need to have Mm. that experience from you i need to know that you have changed i need to see the the change i can't just hear about it anymore i can't just i can't just take you at your word your word has meant nothing Mm -hmm. (laughs) i need to see it and i need i need you to what's your response to that Sorry, um, sorry, sorry to interrupt. That's okay. <laughs> uh, um, I will put more effort in uh, showing you that um, 
you are worthy of my respect or that sounds weird i don't want to say it like that but you are worthy of my respect and uh, i want to i want you to feel it i'm gonna put more effort into um showing up for you in ways that you need more like and and, and what does that effort look like martin texting her good things you know and uh while i'm as, at work, as opposed I, to what um uh, just uh you know the i have a well that was the uh, me uh, letting her know that I cheated on her by text, <laughs> you know, like, I mean, oh, you're using that as an example. now okay, just it. like right. uh, the right. making a, an effort to really uh, be attentive, I be think. attentive yeah, and mm-hmm. show that I'm thinking about her and that I, uh, that I care about how she's doing at any time of the day, kind of, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, so I he, do like he, it. Here, when I... Sorry, go ahead. So I do like it when I know that you're thinking about me during the day. Martin, uh, I want you to think of something when you are practicing this, uh, when it comes to respect and um, trying to give her a new experience. Um, You're not doing something for her mind. You are actually, um, the goal is to give her body the experience of feeling safe. So whether we're talking about respect, safety, trust, uh, it's not like a logical thing. You could you could be like, here's a contract. I'm going to sign this, right? It's not going to mean shit. Uh, she wants you to convince her body through experience that she can trust you again, that it is, it is a safe space. So how you do that is on you. Um, I'm not saying it's easy. It depends on your story and what you're able to do and not do. Um, but yeah, of course, uh, seeing effort, because she knows you well, is going to uh, inject hope and it's going to make her lean in more. So however you want to do it, I, I want you to not make it a logical thing, but do your best to um, ask yourself, what would it look like for me to give her body the experience that she can trust me? So yeah, it, it might be, you know, texting. It might be um, being <clears throat> attentive. It might be, you know, buying her flowers, taking her. I mean, I don't know. Whatever, whatever you come up with, that's on you. Um, but that is the practice for you. Um, if, if, if both of you guys don't feel safe in this, it's, it's not gonna, it's not gonna, there's, there's nothing, yeah. there's no, there's no wings to this, you know, yeah. Yeah, there, there is a feeling of, uh, um, that, that feeling of safety on both ends, I guess it's, uh, it's yeah. really, uh, it's been, it's been damaged. It's been, uh, sure. It's been- so well, I was going to ask you, I was going to ask you now, you, you look at Laura now, now tell her what you need. I need you to, uh, use kinder words when talking to me i need you to uh make me feel um safe in my in my environment i guess or in our relationship then um i i don't really enjoy being yelled at or called names um even though to some extent it's like you know like um, it's deserved to an extent, but um, um, yeah, I, I guess it's a respect thing for me too. I just want a little bit more respect and a little bit more kindness. Laura, what are your thoughts on that? You're right. Um, I've been awful with my words. I've mm. I've done a lot of damage with my words. Yeah, I'm, I can do that. I can. If I if I, I can at least not make it worse, so 
I will use kinder words. And when I get angry and when I get activated like that, I will walk away before I, I will be aware. And I, I would like you to make me aware if I'm not aware, please. Yeah. I know. So for the for the first session, and we're kind of um, coming coming to, um, um, mm -hmm. to homework, and uh, this is it. This is the homework for the first session. Um, you, you know, you can't give too much, or people do nothing. So um, the the homework mm -hmm. is, and Laura, you you tell you tell me, and then Martin, you tell me uh, for this week what is the homework. So Laura, you go first. Every day I'm going to try and say something really kind. I'm going to try and intentionally say kind things. Um, you need that. And right, I you. need to practice doing that. Mm -hmm. um, I've lost so, that. Uh, I meant, I, I, you guys mentioned name calling. It sounds like there's been a lot of character assassination and lots of mm. – uh, sounds like to, to me that you're getting um, heated and, of course, explosive and all that. So mm -hmm. um, doing your best to monitor that, right? So to – Yes. Uh, be aware when the reaction's coming and see if you can put a speed bump. And if you can't, yes. you know, we, we know where you're at and what you're struggling with. Um, you also have to be uh, gentle with yourself as well. Um, but noticing, and like you said, okay, I'm going to go take a walk or I'm going to say, Hey, listen, um, I'm flooded right now. Um, I'll be, I'll be back. I'm not leaving, but I need to go for a walk. Um, mm -hmm. stuff like that, that can be very helpful. Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah. Like my, um, my personal homework would be to stay in my body and, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Monitor Respond my... instead of react. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And, and, you know, um, to take a breath and give yourself what you need, it could, it could just be a beat. It could be a walk. It could be, um, like, Hey Martin, I don't need anything, but I need you to hold me. Like whatever you feel that your body needs, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Uh, but working on that. And then Martin, what are you, what are you going to work on this week? It's uh, um... based on what she says she needs. Just uh, more uh, more attention um, when it comes to, uh, especially during the day. I, I know that she, she needs that a lot, and um, uh, for some reason, I don't do it. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to really uh, put more effort uh, to, to, to doing this because it's important. I, I want to reverse that. Uh, yeah, just uh, show you know, her the word that level. comes up for me. I want I want you to like um, brand on your uh, on your forehead is um, consistency. Yeah, consistency is what builds trust. She doesn't trust you because you have been consistently inconsistent. So um, that could mean a lot of things. Um, but this week, can you be more consistent? So if that's your north star, whatever you're doing. Um, you know, actions lining up with words, or if you could say you're going to be somewhere, or if you say you're going to text, like you know that kind of stuff. And I think the little things go far, especially right now. Right. Yeah, it has to say so, somewhere, right? It's, um, can you be consistent? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to do my best. Yeah. So let's start with that. That's um, the homework. You know, when I was when I was talking about. Um, you guys, you know, building your own life. I mean, that's not a something you do over the weekend. That's, you know, that's a direction that you guys are going to head toward. And um, I do think having your own friends is important. I think having your own hobbies and passions and all that. Um, you know, and 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 then you know that's how you start to build your relationship with yourself, right? So, um, I think both of you guys being on that journey is important. And of course, talking about it with each other, doing it together. You know what I'm saying? Um, if not, 
it, 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 it's a pressure cooker. If not, you guys have a, a lot of skeletons in your closet and you guys are on this island and all, all you guys are doing is just looking at each other, you know? Um, yeah, that, I do a that's lot, a of, lot that. of pressure. <laughs> yeah. And it's going to amplify yeah. a lot of stuff. It's going to amplify anger, resentment and all of that stuff. So, um, simply put kind of getting out of your house and out of your head by building your own life, your own life container, you know? So that's the macro. That's not something, I mean, that's what you guys are starting. And I mean, obviously, you know, in a week, you're not going to come back and suddenly have, you know, that, that, uh, that down. But I think that's the beginning of this. So um, I'm saying that because it is important. I'm saying that because uh, we're not meant to just sit in a house and love one person. And that's our life. You know what I'm saying? It takes the pressure off our partners when we are building other things like friendships and passions and all that. Okay. Well, listen, this is session one. And, um, if we can do it same time, uh, I'll, I'll email you guys. Um, let's, let's do it again next week and we'll see where you're at with it as far as homework. Okay. Perfect. All right. Great meeting you guys. Great meeting you guys. Okay. Thank you so much. Nice meeting you too. Thank you. Thank you for your honesty. Be well. Yep. Talk to you soon. All right. Thanks. Bye. Okay. So this is the, uh, commentary, I guess, you know, a part of this uh, for me, that's a struggle is, um, you know, trying to, uh, pack as much value as I can in one session. You know, the thing about the internet and, um, uh, what I'm doing here, helping people, um, I may never see them again. You know, I may only get 50 minutes with them. So, um, a part of it is just creating a safe space and being a quote unquote therapist and processing, but processing it's, it's, it's a lot of sessions, you know, it could be a hundred sessions, right? So, um, you can only do so much in one session. That's why I I always give homework. Um, so I'm kind of pulling from half therapist and half, uh, relationship coach. Um, I have to be direct. I can't just be completely neutral because, um, because I have, you know, 45, 50 minutes and I may never see them again. So I'm trying my best to um, hold space and also uh, pack a punch, be a catalyst in some way. Uh, and I know, I know that sometimes that, that, that can't be forced. And that's, that's why all of this is an art. And that's why you can only do what you can do and hope, you know, um, and, and, and hope for the best, right? I can't control um, people, sessions, their growth, uh, any, any of that. I can, I can only um, show up, be present, and um, do the best I can to be, to be a catalyst. So, um, you know, this story really tugs on my heartstrings. I mean, um, married at 16, you know, kids, uh, both people from traumatic um, childhoods. And Martin, I think, was minimizing his trauma. Uh, I think he's, I don't think he's aware that it's, it, you know, it, 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 just because you weren't sexually abused doesn't mean you're not impacted by trauma or the imprints of trauma, right? It depends on how you absorb it. So um, I think he's been through a lot that has crippled self-esteem, self-worth. Um, I think a lot of his infidelity um, is seeking that worth, you know, uh, a lot of the, 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 the cheating, um, I also know that, you know, being in a, uh, a marriage at, at, uh, I don't know when they got married, but they've been together since, uh, teenagers, you know, they're 40 now. So yeah, of course there's going to be drift, you know? And, um, I think what's important is 
to know that they got involved and in a way because they were parenting in their early 20s already, um, their early 20s got stripped from them. So they never experienced um, dating and one night stands and, you know, getting drunk and all the shit that we are exploring in our 20s. That, that, that they skipped. So they just went from being teenagers to marriage to parenting. And I think a lot of the response of that, you know, that kind of uh, peace in your life when you're, you're meant to explore and wake up with people that you don't like and get your heart broken and all of that, um, there's a natural thirst for that. And I think uh, the cheating, some of it may be due to wanting to quench that thirst, you know, missing out on their most of their 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 adult uh, young adult years, you know. Now, does that make it right? Of course not, but it makes them human. And um I think a combination of a, a, a lot of things at one time can get people to um drift and act out, um be unfaithful, you know, numb, hide. Um but now they're 40 and I applaud their courage to want to rebuild trust again. And uh, we'll see what happens. Um, I gave them some homework. We'll see uh, if they show up next week. And um, we'll see all the things that come up, you know. I also believe that their situation is compounded by them not having their own lives. So no one to talk to as far as friends. I mean, ideally, of course, you want therapists, you want friends, you want you know, a lot of people don't have those resources. But if you only have your partner, oh, it's so there's just so much pressure, you know, it's 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 putting two people inside a, a jacuzzi. And you're trying to cool off and it's just hot and people are on top of each other and there's no space to breathe. Um, it's important that they start to build their own lives, their own passions, their own friends. They go on their own inner journeys. You know, uh, This actually makes each other feel safer, uh, ultimately. And this is going to, um, this distance is going to help with uh, enmeshment, codependency, um, and all the things that we get heated about that maybe we wouldn't if we didn't just put all the pressure on the marriage and each other. Anyway, I'm losing my voice. Thank you for listening. Um, you could also watch if you want to see them um, in my ugly face. I shouldn't joke like that. Sorry, I didn't mean that. Uh, on YouTube. The Angry Therapist. Be well.